0: Welcome to this episode of the Sat line. Sorry, uh, trying to find the right point here. Okay, there we go. Uh, welcome to this episode of the Sat line. As always, I'm your co-host, Emmett Ross. And guess what, guys? I got some news. Um, my dad said I can get Instagram for the podcast. So, guys, guess what? The Sat line now has Instagram. You guys can follow me at our uh, username, the stat line podcast. That's on Instagram. Thanks so much for tuning in to today's episode. Let's start with some NFL stuff. Let's get going. One second, first I gotta get the you know background music up and going. But while I'm doing that, guys, I would like to remind you if you guys have anything I want send in, listener mail, um, reactions, anything you guys can send that into the selling podcast gmail.com. That's all lowercase. And here we go. There we go. Okay, you guys ready? So we're going to do five fantasy football do's and don'ts. And before we get started, I'm just going to say Oliver is not joining me in this episode because he is like super busy. Um, I'm recording at 7 p.m. right now. Um, and you guys probably listen to this um, uh, Friday, I'd imagine. Um, so uh, Oliver, he's super busy. Um, and this is like the earliest I can record episode today. He's super busy, guys. Um, he he try to do episodes if he can, um, but you know he, he's even more busy than me. So um, I uh, just know that, and he loves uh, doing the podcast too. Um, at least I hope so. <laughs> um, so let's get started. Um, five fantasy football do's and don'ts, and also the reason why I'm doing uh, an episode later this week. I tried doing an episode on Tuesday, no audio played. Try to do an episode on a Wednesday. My voice is super quiet and you couldn't hear any music at all. Uh, but I checked. We're all good for today. So let's get started with my fantasy football do's and don'ts. i will start with the don'ts. One, do not draft too many players with the same bye. Let's say you draft a quarterback with a week 13 bye and a wide receiver with a week 13 bye. That means you're going to have um, a very low end quarterback um, starting probably quarterback number Twelve or third, like between eleven or thirteen, which is not what you want, and a uh, wide receiver two starting as your wide receiver number one, so you're just not in a very good situation with that. Um, just be careful with the bias. It seems like um an obvious thing, but um a lot of people, it, it happens to everyone. Uh, just make sure you're careful with that. Number two, don't be too risky with starters. You know, I, I get fantasy football is all about risks. Sometimes you you got to take risks fantasy football in order to win but just don't take too many risks. Okay, um if a player was injured last season, um I don't know. I had problems with injuring the past. Um I don't know, Dalvin Cook has been kind of inconsistent the last couple years. Um just players uh who were, you know, injured uh something questionable about them um that are not completely certain. Um just try to get some of the safer picks with your starters. Take risks with some of your backups number three do not s- select too many players off your favorite team um uh, sometimes uh your heart can kind of take over in fantasy football and um you kind of draft some of your favorite players um and sometimes uh y- you can pick some of the right players but most of the time uh you're just picking players too high so um really read into your favorite teams best uh players that's what i do with the falcons they're my favorite team Falcons um and um so I scout them a lot more just to make sure if I really want to pick them or not because I do like picking Pelicans just because I'm a Falcons man so um just be careful of that number four do not draft a quarterback too early a uh, Patrick Mahomes I've seen him go as early as a third round and some as a second round in some drafts um really you don't need to get a quarterback until you've gotten two wide receivers two running backs maybe a tight end Depends. I say probably a tight end. So that means you're picking a quarterback probably in the sixth round. Um, uh, so honestly, if you can get Russell Wilson, that's fantastic. Um, and again, um, you you could get um, you could be in a league where running backs or wide receivers go higher, and you're able to get Patrick Mahomes in let's say the fifth round. Um, which would be great getting then. It works out. But quarterback is a really deep position in the NFL, and the difference between the number one quarterback last year and the number two quarterback was only about six fantasy points per game last year, which isn't a big difference compared to a lot of other um things like that. Um but don't get one too early. Remember quarterback is still a fairly uh still a fair position that you wanna like um you know you don't want to say be the last one picking one, but just don't be over picking quarterbacks what I'm trying to say. Number five, do not listen to too much experts. Um, on this side it seems weird coming from me, who, um, is telling you what to do, but sometimes you just gotta go with your own fantasy football. Do's. Uh, number one, do draft a running back or wide receiver early. It really depends on what type of league and what, uh, spot you're picking in. Um, if I like to say first half running back, second half wide receiver, if you're getting the first half of the picks, like, Usually most um ones uh, leagues are um are twelve teams, so picks one through six, that means you can you're probably gonna be able to get either. Um uh, Dalvin Cook, Alvin Kamara, Derek Henry, um, or Christian McCaffrey. That's why I call like the big four. But I would even throw Ezekiel Elliott in there. If you can get one of those five, that's great. But let's say you're picking at a spot eight nine. You can't really get any of those guys. Um, good options are Tyree killed, Devontae Adams. Uh, it really just depends on the spot, so that's why it's a running back or wide receiver. And guys, remember, um, don't, uh, look into the draft, like, I'm going to draft for running back first, and wide receiver second, because, um, that's a strategy that can, uh, lead to you overpicking a lot. Um, that doesn't mean necessarily, it's just overpicking maybe, like, three spots every draft, um, every time, but that really adds up over time, and you're probably only gonna place about ninth in your league, if that's what you do, um, okay, number two, dude, do draft rookie backups, now, um, not a, like, a small amount of rookie back, um, rookies actually have a really good season, but a good example is Justin Herbert, I nearly got him last season, but I end up getting Matt Ryan, um, which leads back to the don'ts, um, I got Matt Ryan, and Justin Herbert did way better. He ended up quarterback eight in the NFL. Matt Ryan was like quarterback fifteen. Um, so guys, uh take risks with your backups. Remember, um, I'd say for every backup running back you have, um, get a rookie running back. Things like that. Um and uh yeah. Yep. That's all. Um, number three, there we go, um, I don't know why three was such a hard thing to say, um, okay, number three, do not, uh, do draft a kicker early, what I mean by early is, like, round 13, um, you want to get, I would say, like, one of the top five kickers, because it actually makes a difference, it adds about 10 fantasy points a game, um, like, 12 to two fantasy points, uh, like, number one, to number 12, that's actually a very large amount, because over the season, that's going to be about, two that's gonna be 150 fantasy points between like um kicker number one and kicker number 12 in this season so you know watch out for that um kickers make a little more difference than you would think uh two guys i love this season for kickers jason sanders and young Waku. i think they both um uh, are gonna have a lot of opportunities to kick field goals and they're both super accurate so um i what i say about kickers is like get ones that are on good teams but not good teams, you know what I'm talking about, like, Dolphins, that's a perfect example, um, like, teams that are good, but don't score, like, a ton of touchdowns, I'm not, Dolphins are probably the best example, or maybe Colts, Colts is also a good example, Rodrigo Blinkenship, uh, at least I think that's her kicker, number four, do trade, um, don't trade your, like, number one, uh, like, your first round pick, you don't want to take that huge of a risk, unless you think you're really close to winning, and you're getting a really good deal, of course, um, uh, but I love trading. Um, I actually traded Travis Kelsey last year for and um, Keenan Allen for uh, Alvin Kamara and Calvin Ridley. That paid off by about 150 total fantasy points. So uh, train. Um, I wish I had looked into that more, but I'm glad I definitely made that deal. So um, yeah, do train, but uh, don't be too risky with your trades. And number five, have fun. Fantasy football. Um, it's just getting together with your friends, people you know online, stuff like that. And um, just having some fun um with football, you know. So just make sure you have fun this season, and we're gonna get into a little NFL news. This news might be just a little bit outdated, um, since I wrote this outline on Tuesday because I try to do an episode then. Um, but I think it's still fairly new. I haven't covered this yet. Number one, Cam Newton was released by the New England Patriots. Uh, on Tuesday morning, Cam Newton was released by the New England Patriots, and now Mac Jones will be the starter. Honestly, I bought into some of the Cam Newton stuff was gonna start, um, I think Mac Jones, you know, I don't love him, I don't think he's gonna be a great quarterback or anything like that, but I think he could be a, he could, he could be an okay quarterback, like, talking quarterback number 12, 13 in the league, um, if he back backs up for a couple years, you know, like, Steve Young situation, so, that's what I was hoping for, um, but clearly, they're going to go right to Mac Jones. Um, but I, if I was in the Patriots organization, I would have said, no, we're going to play Canmute, and he's an experienced uh, starter. And then, you know, back up Mac Jones for a couple, for a year or two. And um, maybe throw him in once or twice if you're, you know, winning a game, um, if the game isn't close. Um, whether you're winning by a lot or losing by a lot. You know what I'm talking about vaccinations uh the NFL is investigating the Jacksonville Jaguars uh because head coach Urban Meyer stated that vaccination status was a factor in cut in, um 53 man roster cuts. Uh the NFL had to cut down to 53 um, men on their roster from I think 80 so it was some of the bigger cuts. That's kind of why the preseason happens um to cut the guys that are on the bubble. But I'm still not a big fan of the preseason intro sure music. My background music fades out and then plays again, start it up, there we go, okay, um, and honestly, I don't see why there's a problem in this, um, it's because the players get to choose whether they get vaccinated or not, but uh, I encourage all listeners who are eligible to get the vaccine, um, uh, and haven't gotten it yet to go get the vaccine, um, thank you, uh, stay safe, thanks for so much for listening to this episode, okay, um, honestly, I don't see that much of a problem, but, um, uh apparently it's like violating uh, player stuff so we'll see what happens there but i don't think anyone's gonna get fired because of it at least not urban Myers is gonna get fired or anything like that but they might receive a hefty fine um okay malcolm butler um new arizona cardinals cornerback malcolm butler may retire he was placed on their retire reserve list this monday and he um he said he's contemplating retirement uh, he'll decide within the next few weeks. Uh, Malcolm Butler, uh, best known for playing for the Patriots, um, he uh, he just was playing for the Titans last season, but then he was signed by the Cardinals. Um, well, we'll see what happens there. There's not a ton to report about since it's just coming out, but I'd like to you know tell you that this is happening. Anyway, pause that background music. Go play the other music, and while I'm doing that, uh, don't forget, guys, to follow the stat line on Instagram, username, podcast. um, and if you guys have any gmail you want to send in, um, listener mail, um, things like that, uh, we really encourage listeners to send in listener mail, um, you guys can send that to TheSellingPodcast, Gmail.com. that's all lowercase. Now honestly, that is really fun, that is the best parts of the show, um, maybe second, probably, yeah, definitely second to, uh, sending out great content to you guys so thanks so much and we'll see you right after the break right here on the set line up guys welcome back to episode 26 of the stat line um as always i'm your co-host emmett ross and we're going to start with a little nba uh news and then we're going to jump into a little surprise well if you haven't already looked at the episode description okay Uh, a little bit of news ben simmons wants out of the 76ers now it seems like this is now mutual between the 76ers and ben Simmons but we will see if this happens and the 76ers are asking so much out of him. like it was reported that the 76ers asked for SGA Shai alexander and a first round pick from the thunder now the thunder have first round pick have a surplus of first round picks but my first round pick is still a first round pick no matter how many first round picks you have so well we'll see how this goes we'll see if well, it seems that it's not a mutual thing. So the semi sixers might ask for less, um, since you don't want someone who you want out of your team, um, and they want out of your team still playing on your team. It's just not a good thing. Okay, now here comes for the surprise. We're gonna do a little NBA all-time duos, um, bracket. Almost I like, I like to call eight teams. Um, there's a an East and a West, and um, yep. Yeah. Let's get started. Uh, first, uh, first seed. We have Michael Jordan and Scottie Pippen against Wilt Chamberlain and Jerry West. For Michael Jordan and Scottie Pippen, you could say, well, Michael Jordan's the GOAT, and Scottie Pippen is underrated, even being, like, known as a really good forward. Um, and uh, they won the most—they won a ton of titles together. They won six titles, I think, for the Bulls. And um, But for Wilt Chamberlain and Jerry West, you could argue that. You know, they're from a long time ago, and you could argue that uh, they're being a little overlooked. Well, Chamberlain is he's a great center. Um and he put up hundred points in one game. He's ultimate point scorer. And Jerry West is so good. He's literally on the NBA logo. So um you guys and uh, if you guys want to um react to this, you guys can say that to do the silly podcast at that's all lowercase. Or you can um uh put in the comments on my Instagram post. Okay, um matchup two for the East. We have the Splash Bros, uh, fifth ranked. Um, Splash Bros, uh, Steph Curry and Clay Thompson against four seed LeBron James and Dwayne Wade. Um, you know, for LeBron and Dwayne Wade, you could argue that um, you no, know, LeBron is currently the best player playing, and Dwayne Wade played really good with him, and they won I like, think two titles together in three years. But for the Splash Bros, you could argue that they've been playing together for a really long time and they might even be a better um, they might even have better chemistry than LeBron and Dwayne Wade but they don't have that um LeBron type uh power to them um now we're going to the east side that was the west side um, number 2 seat Shaq and Kobe against it's number 7 seed, Tim Duncan and Tony Parker now for Shaq and Kobe you could argue um they were a really good duo um they played great together probably um Maybe the best out of all of these guys here. Um, Kobe, they you have the center and you have the guard. Um, oh, one second. Okay, we're having a little uh, background interference. Oh, that reminds me, I forgot to play the background music. Um, can't believe I forgot that. Just give me just one second. It takes a little bit to pull this up. uh oh okay that's interesting oh i don't mind we're just having a little technical difficulties there for a second sorry about that okay um for shaq and Kobe, you could argue yeah you have that center that guard and great duo um but for tim duncan and tony parker you could argue that uh tim duncan you have one of the best fours of all time, uh, one of the guys with the best post moves of all time, and Tony Parker, uh, I think is a little over, uh, a little underrated, I don't know, I think I might have said overrated for some of these guys when I meant underrated, my bad, um, so going into the final matchup, we have, uh, six seed Larry Bird and Kevin McHale against three seed Magic and Kareem, now for, uh, Larry Bird and Kevin McHale, you could argue that, um, Larry Bird, uh, he's one of the goats of basketball, um, when you think of, like, old basketball, he's, like, one of quote-unquote, old basketball, he's one of the first guys you think of, and, um, Kevin McGill, I, who I don't know too well, um, you know, honestly, he must have been good, uh, um, because I know that he and Larry Bird, um, were one of the most successful duos, like, they had a ton of wins, um, I'm not sure how many, championships they won uh, i imagine it's like five or four um but magic and kareem i think it's i mean i don't imagine it's around that i think it's around there um number three magic and kareem you could argue that kareem is probably the best center of all time magic johnson is a great guard too um and these guys played in about the same era so i kind of like i kind of like that bird and mikhail are a little bit older though but you know, it's around at the same time. Not too much of a difference. Well, um, I'll put uh all the matchups in the episode description and in the Instagram post. Well, actually not on in the Instagram post, just in the uh just in the episode description. Uh well you guys make sure to follow me on Instagram, uh, username the statline Podcast. And if you guys have listener mail, send in or anything like that, you guys can send that into the statline Podcast at That's all Lori. Thanks so much for tuning in today's episode, guys. Um, appreciate you guys so much for tuning into this episode of the Stat Line. Music for the Statline line was created by Forrest Huskinfeld and yours truly. Managed by Oliver Knight and Emma Ross.